Welcome to the Moonlight of Amuna, Parsha Sazria, Parsha Zachoydesh, Rishchoydesh Nisan. This week's learning should be as Chosfer of Fushlema, Fetranamash, Basvilcharatz, Basrochel, Shmuel Shezam, Bilchevachava, Menach Mordechem, and Ophira, Chai Bastova, Frayim Ben Yafa, Michaim Ben Sar, Ruchama Paramakalea, Baschat Neserol, and Lilinishmas, Heni Basichil Mechel. So we have a, a triple a triple header this week. We have Parsha Sazria, we have Parsha Zachoydesh, and we have Rishchoydesh, Rishchoydesh Nisan falls on Shabbos. So we have to we have to understand what the lessons we have to learn here for Parshas Tazria. Parshas Tazria is a difficult parsha for us to uh, to to internalize, for us to make relevant in our lives today. We we don't really deal so much with the Tumantara, even though we have we deal with Hilchas Nida, certain certain parts of Tumantara. But the, but the general full halachas are not re, are not again nowadays. We don't have Tumantara and Carbonus and all and all these different things. So let's see if we can make this uh, relevant to us uh, in, in our lives. Lives uh, today. So the the parsha starts off Isha Kisazria. A woman conceives the older zacher and she gives birth to a male. But Thomas Shivas Yom, she's Tommy for seven days. Kimei does doisa titma that she should uh, she uh, she. She's telling me like the day, like the days of, of her nidus. So, so what does this uh, have to do with us so much? How, how does a person internalize this? Okay, these are halachas of Tumen Tara. So, I, I saw a vart from uh, the Imre Noim of Jikov. He says as follows: He says that you know a person has in, in the course of one's life, a person goes through various stages. So, let's say a person was 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 stuck in a certain avera. He was stuck in certain things in his life that he wanted to fix and he had trouble fixing it, and he works on himself and he and he makes and he makes a lot of headway and he changes who he is he's no longer that person he's sort of uh, changed the his identity he, he's, a, he's a different person and he no longer falls into those averas that he at some point uh, at some point in his life that controlled him and he worked very hard on this, and he really changed, and he worked L'Shem Shemayim, and he did it for all the right reasons. He wants to connect to Hashem, he wants to come close to Hashem, and he's really, he's a, he's a new person, he's a different person, and he's left that old life of his behind. But then something happens. And either he slips back into those old habits, to those old averas that he did, or even if he doesn't slip in, this is this happens commonly also. He doesn't slip back into it, but he doesn't feel the same excitement about the fact that he's improved himself. He doesn't feel that same connection. He doesn't feel that that connection to Hashem. He doesn't feel that he's as strong in that in that area as he once was. Right? He worked very hard initially to get out of the person he was, and now he doesn't feel like it's the same. He feels like he's had some kind of a downfall, even if maybe he's not doing all the same averas. Sometimes Rahman al he does fall back into those old habits. But even if he doesn't, he, he still feels like he's slipped. He hasn't really held on to that, that excitement and that enthusiasm that he once had. And this can depress him. This can depress a person. I worked so hard. I was so excited. I was. I was so. I was so strong in my in my commitment to, to doing something different. And now I don't feel that. I. 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 I and I, he starts to question whether it was ever really real. Was I really? Was it really? Was it really something? I. You know. I. I never used to go to davening, and now I. Da- I, I went, and I was. I got so good at davening. I'm just using this as an example. It's with any any situation. And now I go to davening. But you know what? When I first worked on it, when I first switched from being that person who never went to davening. Or never daven well. I was so excited to go to davening every day, and now it's become more routine. Yeah, maybe I'm not in the place where I'm sleeping through davening, but I'm still not. I don't feel that excitement that I once felt. So now he starts the question and says, "You know what? Maybe it wasn't really real when I when I worked on things. Maybe it wasn't something that I because you see that it, it it's easily faded, and I've had another downfall, and I don't have that excitement with davening anymore." 
And he starts to believe that, you know what, all those accomplishments that I've done in this area were not real. They weren't, they weren't true. They weren't, they weren't anything real. Whatever, I don't know. What, in my life at that point, I, I, I felt like I needed to change. But it wasn't, a real, it wasn't real growth. It wasn't real accomplishment. It wasn't, it wasn't something real. So that, that is the Yetzirah talking. And a person has to realize that he, he could fall back into that. And if he does, he'll probably go back into his old habits or, or, he'll, or he'll certainly not, not, not be able to revitalize himself. But what a person has to realize is that we know that every downfall, there's a purpose to it also. Hashem doesn't put us through downfalls just, just, just uh, for the sake of the downfall. But the idea is that we're supposed to do something with this. We're supposed to take this feeling and we say, okay, I've had a little bit of a slip. I've had, I, I don't feel that. And I have to use that to, to reignite myself. To re to re to restart to get back into that uh, frame of mind when I was first working on myself and I was so excited about every little bit of, little accomplishment and I have to reignite that I have to I have to renew that and he has to recognize that it's impossible to stay at that excitement level all the time there are going to be drops in that there are going to be falls in that excitement. The Gemara Nida tells us that the reason why a woman goes through a Nida cycle, she goes through this Nida cycle and for and for uh, seven days, Midaraisa, nowadays usually it's closer to two weeks, that a person has to separate from his wife because she's Tomei. Why a woman has to separate from her husband? The reason the Gemara tells us in Nida Davlam and Aleph is Lechabba so that there should be like a freshness, right? If a person, if, if a husband and wife live together all the time, so things would go stale. There would be there, there would be a loss of of, of love and, and connection between them by the Torah forcing us to separate from from each other for a few days every month or every so often. Right? It, it creates it reignites that. S- says says the Jikover. This is exactly what what the what, what the Torah is teaching us this lesson for a reason. The same is true in our relationship with Hashem. We have to go through these downfalls. You can't maintain that excitement in the same areas co- consistently throughout. It would become stale. It would become nothing. So what? A person instead of taking taking this downfall i've lost some of that some of that cheshek for for the work that i've done in my avodas hashem a person should look at this as a separation for the purpose of renewing that relationship a person should look at this downfall as an opportunity to 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 restart that if he stayed on the high level all the time it would become automatic there wouldn't be an excitement to it he had a little bit of a slip he doesn't feel something is good he starts to question his earlier motives he needs to double down his efforts he needs to double down he needs to he needs to, he needs to reignite himself. He needs to. He needs to. He, he needs to reinvigorate himself and his avodas Hashem. And now he puts this into the pasuk. It says Isha ki Sazria. Isha Klal Yisrael is called Isha. Is referred to as Isha. We see this in Eishes Chayel. Isha Yiras Hashem is referring to Klal Yisrael. That uh, the Jewish people are the wife of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We, not, we know that Shvuas is the is the marriage between Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the Jewish people. The Jewish people are called are called the wife. So Isha, the Jewish people, ki Sazria, ki Sazria. We know that the Medrash tells us, told the main, the main offspring, the main uh, children of Tzadikim are their good deeds. So you have Isha, Kalal Yisrael, Kisazria, when they conceive, when they, when they, the Maisim Toivim, the good deeds that a person does. When, 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 when Yisrael is doing good de- deeds, the Yolda Zachar, and gives birth to a baby boy, which is, 
We created good things. We Yolda Zohar is we created something really good in the world. We connected with Hashem. We created good Malachim in Shemaim. Yolda Zohar, right? So this is this is that original high, right? I found myself that I wasn't strong in davening. So, but then Kisazria, I conceived and I started to work on it. On it, the Yolda Zohar, and I cre- I produced. I created. I created good things. I created a change. But then what happens? Then what happens? And it's inevitable. It's inevitable. The Tama Shivas Yamim. Then she's going to be. What do you mean? A woman, she just gave birth to a baby boy. It's the biggest simcha. Why is she tummy seven days? It's the same type of tumma as the tumma of the nida. It's not a bad tumma. It's a it's a reset. Just like in a marriage, the wife being a nida for seven days is a reset. It's the best thing. You, you look. You could look at it as tumma and a person could be depressed. Right? I was getting along so well with my wife and now I have to separate for her seven days. Or I could look at it as an opportunity to reset. It's a, it's a reminder. It's a stop. Don't let it get stale. Don't let it get old. Let it refresh. The Toma Shivas Yomim is, he, there's a fall, but that fall is not a, necessarily a bad thing. It only becomes a bad thing if we take the wrong attitude towards it, right? It, it, but, but if we look at it as, okay, we fell, we became Tomei for seven days, which is an opportunity to reassess and to, and, and to reinvigorate and to do it even better than I did the, the last time. And that's why the Pusik says, Right, you 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 think after you you had this baby, this Yolda Zachar, that she's tummy for seven days. Oh, what a terrible nefila! No, don't look at it that. Look at it as the period of Nidas, as the Gemara in, in Nida explains. It's a reset for this relationship. It's a reset in our relationship with Hashem, just like it's a reset between the husband and the wife. And we see this idea again with Saras later on in the parsha. We talk in the next parak, Parakud Gimel, it talks about Saras, and it says in the Pasuk, Parakud Gimel, Pasuk Beis, There'll be on a person's skin, there'll be a Negat Saras. And the, the question uh, is that Chazal tell us that the word Vahoya, right, is Eloshan of Simcha. So the question is, why does it say Vahaya Ba'arbisara? There will be on his skin a negat saras. What's the simcha? What's the joy in finding saras? Saras means a person did Averis. Now he's afflicted with saras. He has to go through this purification process. Why is there a simcha? So the Sefer Pnei Yosef explains, he explains that there is a tremendous simcha in saras on a person's body. There's a story in the Gemara in Sanhedrin that when Rebbe Eliezer was dying, so his Talmidim came to visit him. And uh, they started to cry, and Rebbe Kiva started to laugh, right? We've seen this, Rebbe Kiva has this other times, right? When, we go see the, when they go see the Makam Amigdash. So, Rebbe Kiva sa- uh, so they said to Rebbe Kiva, why are you la- laughing? So he says to them, why are you crying? So they said, what do you mean, the, sa- the Sefer Torah here, Rebbe Eliezer is in pain. He was sick before he died, he was in pain. How should we not cry? So he said, that's the reason I, I'm laughing, right? Because as, so- as long as I saw that, that our Rebbe was and having any kind of uh, tsara that his that his uh, nothing was happening to his assets, right? His wine didn't spoil. So I, I was afraid that he was eating up all of his rewards in this world. But now that I see that he has Yusurim, that he has some kind of suffering, so I know that his real reward is saved for him in the next world, and that's why and that's why I'm laughing. Says the Pnei Yosef, that's the meaning of this pasuk. Adam ki ba'arbisare. When a person sees that he has, he's afflicted on his flesh, right? So he sees that he's 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 having suffering. He's some kind of suffering, right? Saras is a suffering. He should be happy. He should be because v'ha'ya is a lashon simcha, right? That as long as a person is completely healthy and there's no afflictions, so he has to worry that he's using up his schar, whatever good deeds he's done, he's using his schar. But now that he sees that the surim, he knows that 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 good the good is waiting for him in the next world. 
That again, this has to do with a person's perspective. A person could look at the, at, at, at be afflicted with something. It doesn't have to be tzaras, but any kind of yisurim, any kind of suffering that a person goes through, any kind of difficulty, any kind of challenges that a person faces, he could say, woe is me. Or he could say, thank you, Hashem. This is a wake-up call. This is a reminder that I have to reinvigorate my relationship with you, Hashem. That you love me, right? A, a, a father who gave up on his child no longer punishes him. When, it, when a person f- gets some kind of afflictions, gets something, he has the ability to look at it as something that he should be so happy about that 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 it's a reminder to him that maybe he has to reassess his relationship with Hashem. He has to try harder. He has to reinvigorate. Maybe some things in his service of Hashem have grown stale. Maybe he needs to to reassess. And Hashem is giving him a gentle reminder. Hopefully that the tsarists that that Jews suffer are minor things, inconveniences, things that. But those things are so good for us. And we we could sit there and we could sit we can complain about them, and then they serve no purpose, and then it's just suffering. Or we can look at them and say, such an opportunity. Thank you, Hashem, for the reminder. Thank you. I'm so happy that you gave me this small little patch so that I could reinvigorate my service to you, that I can that I could secure my rewards in the next world, that I could that I could see this as something that's good, right? That we the, the famous story with Nachemish Gamzu when he went through terrible suffering before he died in Rabbi Akiva. This is where Rabbi Akiva learned the lesson from from his Rebbe Nachemish Gamzu who went to visit him and he felt so terrible for his Rebbe and his Rebbe said, No Baruch Hashem for the Yisurim. This is this is this is helping me connect to Hashem. This reminds me that I have that I have uh, a future awaiting me that Hashem is still thinking about me, still loves me and this is a patch from Hashem so that I come back to Him and I and I work on our relationship and I make my our relationship better and that's really the message of, of Parsha Chodesh when the pasuk says Hachodesh Hazel Lochem Hashem gives us Chodesh we know that the Jewish people we we count by the moon because the moon constantly fades and renews it's not possible the sun is constant the sun shines the same way every day but a Jew is like the moon yes there are times of fading there are times of of of, of, of Tuma of the seven days of Anida uh, that we that we that we we feel that we fell we fell but it's for you Hashem says I give you this system of making Rosh of this is of constantly renewing yourselves yes you're going to fade that's but that's the only way you're going to fade and there's going to be Yisurim but that's the only way that you could renew I don't want people who stay stuck on the same level throughout I ups and downs is how we serve Hashem that's the way that we connect to Hashem that's the idea that's the idea of this parsha of Isha the one woman gives birth, it's followed by Tumah. This birth, which is a tremendous high. You brought a new baby into this world. You brought a new way of serving Hashem into this world. It follows by seven days of Tumah. The Tzaras, which is an affliction, it's terrible. The person has to be removed from the camp, but that's a way to reinvigorate. He sits there, Badud, he sits out of the out of the camp for, se- for seven days, sometimes longer. It's a way of him sitting there and thinking and reassessing his relationships with Hashem. Where has my relationship with Hashem got, got, gotten stale? And that's true for every little suffering or every little inconvenience or everything that 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 we that we looks to the world as suffering it's an opportunity for, for us to it's a it's a wake up for us to say oh things have gotten stale i need to work on things i need to work on my relationship with hashem and especially when it falls on on rishchodesh nisan rishchodesh nisan is the beginning of the month of geula right chazal tell us hashem took us out of mitzrayim in nisan hashem's going to take us out of this gulus in uh in nisan also nisan is the 
is the month of, of completely new relationship. What happened in Nisan and Mitzrayim? The Jewish people went from being slaves to being free people, to, to heading towards receiving the Torah and Eretz Yisrael. It was a complete hischachas for the Jewish people. And that is the nature of a Jew. Hashem says, I give you this gift. This is specifically for you. This idea of hischachas, of renewal, of reawakening, of opening up our hearts and looking at everything. It, it's all about the perspective. We don't look at anything as negative. There's a tumma for seven days of separation. That's so that we come back and it's better than it was before. There's a there's an affliction. There's some kind of suffering that's to be used to make our relationship with Hashem better than it was before. To make our reward in the next world better than it would have been without this. That's how a Jew looks at every single thing. Every single thing is an opportunity of how could I use this to 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 fix my relationship, to increase my relationship, to increase my love and my excitement, not to fall depressed like we said at the beginning of the person who sees that he had a fall so he could fall into depression. Just the opposite, to take it and to use it as a tool to, to completely re- revitalize my relationship with Hashem, my relationship to myself, my relationship to my wife, my relationship to my children, to my friends. Everything everything is an opportunity to reassess all of that and to reinvigorate all of it. And with that, we should go into this Shabbos, the Shabbos of Sazria that shows us even some of the negative things and to take that to Achoydesh Hazelochem that we're going to use everything for renewal and, and all that's going to ultimately culminate in this month of Nisan in which Amir Hashem we're going to be redeemed uh, once and for all and to be able to be, to live the way that we're supposed to with a constant excitement and a constant renewal and, and maybe no longer need those needs for downfalls. We should see that coming in with this month of Geula that, start, that begins this Shabbos. I wish you all a wonderful Shabbos. A Git Chodesh.